Hello again. This is Taryn. This is Mason. And we just wanted to share some thoughts that we had on another Bible reading we had this week, which was on uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. 3. So the first podcast we did was over the first chapter of 2 Thessalonians, and now we want to share our thoughts on the third one. Um, But before we get into that, I wanted to ask Mason... So, what were your thoughts on our uh, our Bible or our church service this morning? Very different than normal. Yeah, um, obviously having to do everything remote, um, and you know we had to do a pre-recording since we didn't have the um, live streaming up yet. But um, it was meaningful and different. It mm-hmm. definitely made you realize that you know we weren't around all of our brothers and sisters. Um, yeah, at the same time, I know I still felt connected with all mm-hmm. them. Um, and so it was a different experience. It's not an experience I necessarily want to do always. Right, right. Yet even despite it, I still felt uh, as a collective, we were still able to honor and glorify God. And I think um, that's really the all that you can ask is that no matter what circumstances you find is you can always find a way to glorify God. Right. And I mean, I just, I commend any church out there right now that's really trying to um, comply by the CDC rules and regulations that are coming out from the coronavirus, but still find ways to shepherd their flocks and to ensure that everybody is spiritually fed on Sundays um, and on any other days. So just Thank you. Thank you to our church and our elders. And then I just thank you to all the other churches out there that I know are really putting forth a lot of effort to ensure that, you know, people are spiritually fed during this time. Yep. So it's very important. But anyway, we wanted to get into... Second Thessalonians 3. Thessalonians. It can be a tongue twister. So Second Thessalonians. Okay, babe, what were your thoughts? Um... I think first and foremost, um, we have to you know, start at the beginning of the chapter um, where it's really he, he's trying to um, admonish the brethren there to just watch out for for um, the, those wicked and evil men. He's, he's saying to, to um, um, pray, pray that they will be delivered from them because here this is a congregation as well as with Paul. They're facing the, the persecution mm-hmm. of those who would reject God. Um, but again, what and, and even as we see, if you read chapter 2, um, a lot of what what's talked about there, as well as some in chapter 1, is that God is faithful to, to deliver them and to deliver justice. Um, and so it's just a reminder for us of the faithfulness of God, um, that even though maybe we're not being persecuted for our faith, um, is no matter the hardships or trials that anything in this life can give us, God's going to ultimately deliver us if he finds us faithful. And um, and that's what he's encouraging the brothers of Thessalonians to do is be faithful, be strong, keep fighting the good fight. Um, because while Christ may have not come yet, he will come. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of waiting and working till that day comes. Um, and we see the fulfillment of, of all of God's word. Right, right. And I think we kind of see that as it leads into the next part of the chapter where um, Paul is warning the Thessalonians against idleness. Um, Kind of some backstory. I know um, from what I've read, it sounded like some of the Thessalonians had already thought that 
um, either Christ would come or he was coming soon. So they believed that they didn't need to work, um, that they just needed to wait for that day. It was any day now. Any day now, right? And I mean, that's what people today keep on saying. Any day, you know, Christ is going to come. Which they're not wrong. Uh, no, they're not wrong. <laughs> Every day it's getting closer. It's getting closer. But um, despite that, I think it's important what Paul's saying here because he's basically saying, you know, don't just sit around and do nothing. And he says, whenever I was there with you, I, I showed you how you ought to imitate us because we weren't idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with the toil and labor, we worked night and day that we may not be a burden to any of you. Um, so, you know, here you have Paul who's with the Thessalonians, who's teaching them, and he's even saying, you know, I worked with you, I toiled, I labored, so that you would not be able to tell me that I'm eating this bread um, for nothing, right? So I worked for it. And he's telling them to do the same thing. And I think, you know, as Christians... I feel like there's two applications here. One is that, you know, we can't just read the word and check off a box, right? There's actions that that follow. Um, As if you were to read James, I mean, James is very much of the mindset that faith um, is shown through your actions, Right. right? So I think that's part of what Paul's saying here. But then I think another part is just the practical part. You know, we need to... We need to work in this world and we need to, you know, provide for others and provide for ourselves and just be good members of society. Well, yeah, and we see that idea all throughout scripture of just the importance of uh, doing our work for God and, mm-hmm. and doing right by our employers. Um, uh, the idea of whether you are a master or a slave is you work hard and you work hard for mm-hmm. the Lord. Um, it's all about finding um both in the the day-to-day activities as well as what we do spiritually is finding ways to do it all spiritually, all focused around God uh, and giving him glory for for everything that we do. Um, But yeah, especially as I went through um, the second Thessalonians, one of the big themes that stood out to me was this idea of standing firm, doing what is right, what is good, growing our faith in spite of the hardships and trials we go through. Um, and I think kind of what you were hitting on, Taryn, is, is um, you know, during this time, the importance of not being idle because, um, you know, there there is good work to be done. There is work to be done that that uh, urges people to consider God, to, to be able to know him. Um, and that's where I see, you know, verse 13 being so applicable. Um, As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. Um, this idea of we have to press on even though times get tough you still got to do good because it's good mm-hmm. it's good for you it's good for those around you it glorifies god um and and through it even though there can be challenges in doing good because often doing good isn't the easy route mm-hmm. um it's often so much more rewarding and it fills our lives with joy it fills others lives with joy and it brings god joy um and how much more can you ask for if if we as his children can bring joy to our father um and i think that that comes down to doing what is good like you said bringing god glory in the work we do and then also in in the spiritual efforts that we do each trying to serve one another so Mm -hmm. i think that's really the the biggest encouragement i Mm -hmm. see is don't worry doing good just keep going forward right driving 
Well, and I think another important application when reading through the um, last chapter of Second Thessalonians is that um, if you liken it back to when God was talking about how the church is a body, we all have different parts to play. And I'm sure as many people know, if one part of your body isn't working, then your whole body hurts, right? And so I think that's also part of this is that Paul's saying, you know, as a church, you are all connected in some form or fashion. And if one portion isn't working, then it's going to hurt another part of the body. So I think it's just so important as a church family, as a body, that we're all working together. We're encouraging one another. And, you know, there's so many ways that that can come about. Um, And so I would just encourage everybody, figure out how you can work for your church body and um, how you can, you know, be a benefit. Well, I think to that point is there's even a level of accountability that has to be had. Um, Even Mm -hmm. in this chapter, there in verse 15, he says, in in regards, I'll just read starting from verse 14, start from verse 13. (laughs) So again, as uh, as for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person, have nothing to do with him, that he may be ashamed. Do not regard him as an enemy, but warn him as a brother. This idea of, you know, sometimes we do become idle. Um, we start putting forth our best effort. We kind of slack. Um, we get focused on the wrong thing. And, you know, the, like I said, there's a level of accountability because, you know, I may slip up. I, I'm, In fact, sometimes it's even uh, a, a chore to get me to do what is right. You know, I'm grateful for men in the church. I'm grateful for my wife who encourages me to do what is right, what is good. Um, but again, it's not because they came to me as an enemy, you know, shaking their fists at me and putting me down, but they came to me as, as a brother or as a sister, uh, encouraging me to do what is right, to, to take the step, to do what is good, um, and not grow weary of that. So, uh, I think it's certainly so valuable to have that body who, you know, sometimes there's a part of it that does hurt and needs encouragement and needs healing. And that's where the rest of the body can come in and really lift it up. Mm-hmm. No, and I think that's so important. And I love how in verse 15 it says, warn him as a brother, you know, someone that you love, someone that you care for. Um, And I think that is such a big part of it. You know, if if you are in an opportunity or in a position where you see someone who is being idle or is doing something that isn't good, there's so much to be said for speaking with love and kindness and trying to first off understand where they're coming from so y'all can be in the same level um you know conversations like that don't bode well whenever you come at it from a harsh standpoint and a da 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 -da, you need to do this da 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 -da -da. so that's what the saying goes right people don't care how much you think until they know how much you care exactly exactly so but i mean i think other than that uh Unless you have any more thoughts, I, no. I think just the perfect way to wrap it up is the way that Paul kind of wrapped up his his message uh, to the Thessalonians there in verse 16. Uh, now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. Um, I think that's just such a, a, a huge testament um, to what we can go away with. Um, just each time we're in prayer with God, each time we're with our uh, spiritual family, um, you know, we each have to go our separate ways. We have to go into the world, and yet each time we can take this blessing with us that the Lord of peace himself 
This is the God who who is peace, who who gives us peace, who nourishes us, who um, who during times when life is tumultuous, He's the calm, um, He He's the be still, um, and that He can go with us and and on our paths and be near what near us, um, and that no matter where we go, we don't have to go without Him. Yeah, so. and it's just amazing knowing that He's on our side. Yep, through thick and thin. So the one thing I would say is my biggest lesson and biggest takeaway from this whole chapter is knowing what I can do to not be idle in this time. I think it would be extremely easy as church members um, across all bodies of God's church to feel as though you don't have to do something because we're not physically meeting at a building, right? You know, we don't have the jobs right now of putting together the communion packets and um, teaching the classes for kids. But there are things that we can do. So just think about those things that you can do to keep the church body functioning um, and to keep the spirituality of your brothers and sisters alive and going. Yeah. So I think beyond that, um, it's easy to get stuck in the thought process like you can't do anything because of this. Mm-hmm. The truth is, there's always reasons why you can't do something. <laughs> uh, you got to fight for, for the things that you can do, um, no matter when life is like it is now or when life is, you know, quote unquote normal. You got to fight to do what's good, do what's right. So. Right. Well, anyway, as always, we love you all. Yep. Hope everyone is having an absolutely wonderful day, and that you all had a wonderful day just worshiping our Lord. Yeah. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Bye.